Hello, it's July 20th, 2019. This is Future Vision. Thanks for listening. I'm going to step off the lamp now. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Happy moon landing anniversary. 50 years ago today, mankind made that giant leap onto the lunar surface, winning the space race for America by reaching the arbitrary finish line that they decided on. But that's a story for another day. There are special events happening all over the United States and the world to celebrate the monumental achievement from a half century ago. Buzz Aldrin, of course, the second man to step on the moon after Neil Armstrong, accompanied U.S. Vice President Mike Pence to the Kennedy Space Center to visit the very pad where the Apollo mission began its a quarter of a million mile trip to Tranquility Base July 16, 1969. Afterwards, Pence gave a speech and said something that really stood out to me. He said, that the feat of Armstrong, Aldrin, and Michael Collins was the only event of the 20th century that stands a chance of being widely remembered in the 30th century. Which could be very true. I mean, I can't really think of any event from the 10th century. Maybe, maybe Vikings, I guess, if that counts. Or we'll have linked our brains up to the internet by then and literally remember every event ever. Of course, Apollo 11 wasn't mankind's last visit to the moon. A total of 12 astronauts have actually walked on the lunar surface. However, nobody has since 1972. In three years, it will be the 50th anniversary of the last person to walk on the moon. I find that a pretty depressing fact. However, that may all be changing soon. Pence also reiterated today the Trump administration's goal of returning to our natural satellite with Project Artemis, named after the Greek goddess of hunting, who also happened to be the twin sister of Apollo. Artemis would see NASA landing a crew on the moon by 2024. Unlike Apollo, which basically only had the goal of beating the Ruskies, Artemis has the mandate to create the first permanent human presence off of Earth. And this is something I fully believe that we can, that we should, and that we will do, and I'm super stoked about it. We'll probably have some sort of inflatable lab, and that's like buried under a bunch of dirt and rocks and stuff by 2025 for like the astronauts to do science and to chill in. Uh, but like we talked about the other day, there are a few issues with NASA's plan. The first problem is the price tag. NASA has estimated Artemis could cost between 20 to $30 billion. And right now, it's really not known if Congress will actually approve that budget. I also, personally, as some random guy talking into a microphone, I don't love the idea for the actual spaceship to get them there. 
NASA proposes four pieces to the ship. First, the Orion spacecraft, which will carry the astronauts to and from the moon. The second is what's called the Lunar Gateway, a small spaceship that Orion will dock with. It will function as a sort of space station in permanent orbit around the moon. Unlike the ISS, though, it will not be permanently occupied, although it will have astronaut quarters and serve as a base for lunar exploration. Third, there will be a lander to transport astronauts from the gateway to the lunar surface and back. And finally, you need the rocket that will take the Orion from the Earth's surface to the gateway, which is NASA's Space Launch System. Now, I think it would be much more simple and cheaper to just use a two-stage rocket. One piece is the booster that launches from the Earth. The second stage detaches from that, heads to the moon, lands, people take selfies, then it blasts off back home. Kind of exactly what SpaceX is building with Starship. Speaking of Starship, Elon Musk tweeted yesterday that the prototype is expected to complete a hover test as early as next week. Another issue people have about Project Artemis and space travel in general is whether or not we even should be doing it. With major problems here on Earth that need addressing, maybe we should be prioritizing fixing those things first. I think the best answer to that, however, was what President Kennedy said in 1961. But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago fly the Atlantic? Why does Rice play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept, one we are unwilling to postpone, and one we intend to win, and the others too. We'll continue to have all your moon news here on Future Vision. Thanks for listening.